0: Let's just fucking time, right? wing it. No, that's, we don't. That's the name of the game. I might be you recording right now. You never know. All
1: oh, right, that's fine.
0: <laughs> All right, welcome to another episode of TSC Workshop, a podcast. This is your host, Bryce, uh, me, that guy. And then I've got the ever-beautiful... Uh, Paul Rios. Pablo Rios. Woo-woo. And today we have a guest. And you might have heard a voice on before I announced us. And today we have the infamous... Blakey Jakey. That's right. I'm
1: here.
2: Finally. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my entrance music? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you recorded a little uh, drum sesh intro. Uh, yeah. We'll
2: work on the uh, the addition of uh, some intro music for you right then and there. It's going right. to jump in right as. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: uh, no, it's great to. Uh, this is also actually the first episode we are recording at Casa Verde, uh, a.k.a. Paul's house.
2: Indeed. Indeed. There's a lot of green. In this there house, is. well, you th- I think
0: hence <laughs> the name. Uh, but it's also soothing, though soothing you know, to the eye. Right, it's got that retro delicious feel that uh, I feel suits you well.
2: Uh, you know, I, I I've leaned into it a little bit. I'm gonna update some stuff eventually, but I feel like green is is integral I, to this house.
1: Like I feel like the plush green carpet is <laughs> like
2: soothing and good for acoustics. Though. I, yeah, it I also don't. feels
0: like you have your feet grounded
2: in some grass. Uh huh. I, since I killed all the grass surrounding <laughs> yeah. the house, I figured the the grass inside the house needs to stay for a little bit longer.
1: Yeah, as a matter of fact, I feel like you could get like a little net and start practicing chipping in the house. <laughs> oh, or something yeah, too. Oh, be that's, solid.
2: That's a good idea. It's <laughs> like so get your, work on your golf game. There you go. My short game is is pretty weak right now, so I, I could use it's, the practice. It's all right,
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think we've talked about verde maybe in an episode. This is uh, uh recording studio. Home yeah, office, slash, slash home office slash all of the above yeah. um, and eventually you know maybe more integral into
2: what we do yeah I mean I've always seen it as a as a place that I wanted to lean into the creative and you know try to uh, really you know make it a little bit of a like a personal recording studio and be able to jam out maybe have some house shows here at some point yeah, I just feel like uh, possibilities are endless. I like it, and I think that
0: uh, that's a nice segue. It kind of takes us back to uh, the origin story of the three of us, right? Like uh, that. All Paul and I know each other because of Jake here. This is and, true. Uh, we started uh, last week's memoir, you know, that's right. and the idea of last week's memoir was kind of, you know, a place where we could exercise our creative demons and get away from our normal day-to-day monotonous job. But, and part of that was us talking about doing stuff like, you know, house parties, shows, events. like yeah. uh, events, always uh, planning big. Yeah. Yeah. Plan big and, uh, execute little. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, <laughs> that's
1: why I'm still doing exactly what I'm doing. I <laughs> uh, haven't gone very far.
0: Nah, but that's a, uh, I think, I mean, we talked about it on an episode, like TSC workshop for me, uh, was kind of started to be birthed with the last week's memoir on that whole idea, you know, like keeping that ethos and then trying to continue to do something. And finally just, I mean, me being forced and saying, fuck it, I got to do something. Um, but yeah, I think that's why I love that we are all three here for this. That's um, right. And Jake, uh, yeah. you are I our am, one listener. I am the number one <laughs> yeah. listener. So, uh, <laughs>
1: Whoever else is out there listening to this, uh, or is it just me? I don't know. But (laughs) I love the show, so I'm excited. I'm excited to be here uh, because, well, I might skip this episode though. But I don't know. Well,
0: Well, uh, you're gonna be skipping a lot of episodes because I feel like this might be the first of many. You can be. I would
2: hope that we have uh, multiple, multiple Jake. This is like my audition, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, Jake the Intern uh, right now. Okay, Indeed. so Bryce,
1: yeah. what's new, dude? What, what are you thinking about? What are you shaping? What are you creating?
0: That's a that's I I listen to the question. show. I know what's going <laughs> on.
1: Let's start. Um,
0: yeah, no. Uh, so way to kick it off with what we do. Uh, inspiration right now. Um, uh, inspiring me right now. I got a call yesterday from someone uh, that liked what I was doing um and kind of boosted my ego a little uh because you know on a previous app, just you know it was, my ego was kind of taking a shot like more self-doubt lately uh so yesterday was nice uh kind of how did they see your work i'm curious
1: like how did this come about
0: uh they saw my work through hemley cider i did a snowboard wrap for them uh this gentleman has a company that makes snowboard wraps and he loved the design and was like hey I want to talk to this guy Uh, he hit me up asked me to do some stuff direct for him and it kind of snowballed into a bigger conversation where maybe there's something more down the line uh, with them Uh, but right now it's just you know it was nice he even you know it was like hey man you sound like you know what you're talking about and you're really professional and I was like dude I don't know who the fuck you're talking (laughs) about (laughs) I just joked with him. I was like, yeah, I'm really good at uh making people feel that way. <laughs> um uh, but it was it was a nice laugh and it was good. It it you know, it's it made me feel good that I'm g- being recommended by other, you know, clients and then uh, these Well, it new, sounds like your work people. was just out yeah.
1: there and they saw it and liked it. So they I mean, dug that it. means
0: something, right? It does. Yeah. It it was nice so yeah that that's inspiring to me you know sometimes it's like we create we create we create but like you know self-affirmation is a great thing but it can only take you so far sometimes like it's nice to have you know other people recognize it and especially people that aren't just family and friends which is phenomenal in itself but you know complete strangers
2: being like hey what's up that's dope.
1: Well, especially yeah. when you're trying to run a business, right? Yes. It's kind of helpful. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> yes. But I think it's it's also just a good reminder that, you know, you put your stuff out in the world and you never know who's going to see it and who's going to, you know, gravitate towards it and who ends yeah. up reaching out to you and saying, I like your work, let's work together. You know, yes. and, and I think that's, you've, you've never met this person yet. You've been no. on one phone call with them. They seem like they're legit. and. Yeah. You know, it seems like it's going to be a cool opportunity. So I'm, I'm super excited for you, man. Yeah,
0: no, I appreciate it. Like, like I said, we always say do cool shit with cool people. And that's what I want to do. Um, and, you know, if it vibes with others, dope. I, I mean, we've talked about on other episodes of putting yourself out there, right? Yeah. And you'll never get these opportunities if you don't put yourself out exactly. there. Exactly. Uh, so I encourage people to just fucking do it. Like, why not? What's the worst that happens? Really? Yeah. Nothing really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the worst it. thing yeah. that happens. Nothing, Nothing happens
1: and you then, then you do it again. Yeah, exactly. Just Every move. good idea is wasted unless you do something with it, right? Fuck I mean... Yes. So I think... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Putting yourself out there doing your thing, it's already starting to pay off. Because how long have you been doing this for now?
0: Uh, it's technically, not, TSC Workshop, I formed May of 2021. It had been in the works since... Right, 2020. But, what, but the point I'm trying to make here is you're, this hasn't even been a year yeah.
1: and you've already starting to grow and yep. do things. I I think it's phenomenal.
0: No, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's been, it's been in the mindset. It started rolling in 2020 when I was sitting there jobless and going, fuck, what do I need to do? Uh, but it, I didn't kick it off until may of 2021 and Mm -hmm. that was mainly of just fear of actually putting it out there Mm -hmm. um you know i had been doing stuff but it was mainly just word of mouth and people that had already asked me to do things right um that i had known before Uh, so it was nice it's yeah and the idea is to keep it snowballing and rolling and uh you know do the shit we always talked about doing and also i mean for me it's not just me like i want it to be like And us so like it's not just me like i want i will catalyst and get this fucking ball rolling because i had to (laughs) i want
2: to continue to you know bring people bring people on board to do shit i I feel like it's all kind of part of this the last week's memoir cinematic universe that that we we found ourselves part of you know and we're all kind of doing creative things on our own and but to me, it all kind of comes back to some of the relationships that, that have been built o- out over the last few years. And you working in the beer industry. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of that n- not networking, really. It's just, you know, you work with somebody, they like your work, and then it, it just kind of cascades. But You were there. doing
1: artistic work yeah. in that. Yeah. Too, oh, yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. like it was. Yeah, I was. You brought Paul into that, too. Yeah. I still uh, point out his device labels to people whenever I see. Yeah, him. yeah.
2: It's all part of the last week's memoir, Cinematic Universe. It
0: is. <laughs> and you know who kicked that off, really? You. Mr. Jakey. Jake. Yeah. so yeah, I mean, you brought us all together. And right? I'm the one this doing the
1: least now. <laughs> I feel like. Uh, but you did I think, the most. Brights, I feel like you've said before in one of the episodes that you're not always good at coming up with the idea, but you can take other people's ideas and yeah. like springboard off that and roll off that and stuff. And I feel like I'm the one who I'm like let's do this let's do this and then i'll watch my little baby birds <laughs> yeah. grow and i'll just k- keep lurking at home yeah no I th- for the state doing nothing i think
0: the original idea was you know you had been working or school with polly yeah. yeah we met at sac, yeah, state. sac yep. state and you and i had met each other years before that many we moons always, ago and we always talked about creative shit and the shit we like to do and you had and finally you came to me one day and you're like, hey, we should do something. And I got this guy. Like, he's a dope artist. He's just a cool dude. Like, I feel like you should meet him. And that have introduced be- you to Christian. Yeah. I've yeah. introduced <laughs> you to Paul. <laughs>
2: we do need to have Christian on here yeah. at some point. You know? Or
1: maybe not. That <laughs> might be get you in trouble.
2: That'll definitely get us in trouble. We'll get canceled. <laughs>
0: it's okay. But yeah, no, I, I think you 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 jump started that. I'll, like I'll whether take you know it or I'll not take like credit i'll take credit i didn't know Polly. i wouldn't have done that like Man, you, look at you guys now you put it together right, right? doing things you're welcome <laughs> but yeah like i said uh like i see this as not a me thing like yes i'm doing yes i'm trying to grow and yes i got to make a paycheck and whatever but like for me i don't want to do anything in life alone like well
1: i'm gonna put this out there on the air so we can three listen to this again later yeah. uh i'm trying to learn how to do like illustrator and photoshop stuff and i have an opportunity to kind of learn some of this stuff at work but i want to be your intern at All some right. point yeah. um so I, i'm putting that out there uh we can make that that's happen. my plan it, i don't know what that entails but uh i think it I'm entails whatever it. i tell you yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, uh, give free. me a coffee bitch <laughs> i make a good coffee though i will say I believe it. Yeah. I haven't
2: tried Jake's coffee, but this man knows coffee. All right, Yeah. <laughs> so, Jake, what's what's uh, what's inspiring okay. you these days? I mean, I'm yeah, curious. I'm in you, a
1: weird spot. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm on the back nine of my life. I'm over 40. <laughs> yeah. uh, working a job that isn't terrible, but not exactly what I envisioned. Uh, wife- Kid at home, so I don't really have all the free time in the world. So I'm kind of trying. I'm in this like transitional period of my life. Um, so, but there's okay. I'm I'm probably gonna go off on tangents. That's fine. Um, we do all the time tangents. Yeah. No <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So uh, first, I'll pose the question to you since you're in front of me. Have either of you seen the documentary Beautiful Losers? Uh, this is with like um, like Ed Templeton, isn't yeah, it? Who yeah, I'm going to speak about in a moment. Kids, right? uh, yeah, a lot of skate people. Um, Mike Mills, though, who's the director. Um, Barry Aaron Gibbs. Rose. No, yep. yep. I haven't yeah. seen it, but um, I've
0: heard of it, yes. Barry, uh, Barry McGee. G- Barry, Barry Gibbs is the guy from yeah. uh, the Bee Gees. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Barry McGee. McGee, yeah.
2: yeah. And uh,
1: and a host of other people. They basically kind of had this crew. Um, uh, Harmony Corinne, is that how you say his yeah, name? From yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was like a part of that group. But um, they kind of had this, it's, it was very like skate-centric art yeah. collective, okay? There's a documentary about it. There's a book. It's good. You should all watch it, okay? But there were um, when I watched it years ago, so Ed Templeton, uh, owner of Toy Machine Skateboards, mm-hmm. countless other things, um, I don't remember the exact quote, but basically in the beginning of the film, he talks about when you're a kid like drawing and creating and doing crafts is just normal way of life nature yeah and the tragedy is when you grow grow up quote unquote you tend to lose all these things and he talks about he feels lucky that he never lost that because he does photography painting he skates does you know owns a company does the graphics like does all these things and i was like oh that's right i used to draw all the time and mess around with making little cassette tapes and uh i don't know you know like writing things and which actually i mean last week's memoir is kind of like trying to just trying to get that right yeah Yeah. but like lately i've just feel like i've been in a rut and i was in that quote i'm like oh that's right like maybe i should just do the things that i like to do and used to like to do and even down to like going for a bike ride i used to ride my bike all the time i used to draw for fun and like my buddy and I would take turns. Like I'd draw a little bit, then he'd draw a little bit and we'd just go back and forth while watching like Dawson's Creek or mystery science theater <laughs> or whatever we were doing. And I'm just like, Oh yeah, maybe I should worry less about all this other crap and just do things for fun. And I feel like that has just been on my mind heavy lately and tying it back into being your intern. I feel like all those graphics and those things are art adjacent, right? Like the professional version of, doodling and having fun i'm like why not start learning and i don't know where it'll take me or what it'll do i'm not planning on uh no nah. being a professional with it or anything but it's like i just feel like i need to focus more on you things yes but like things for fun
2: and the not creative you the 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 child you that that would have naturally gravitated towards those things that you were fun when you were a kid. yeah and then i think the other thing too is
1: Again, so uh, full disclosure, Paul and I work together. So if I say anything bad about work, like he knows what I'm talking about. But I'm i don't. I don't have a bad job. I don't have a bad job, but working for the state, like you don't dream as a child of growing up to work at the state, you hey, know? I don't know about <laughs> you, but... Uh. So like, I just feel like um, that's a whole nother story of me like smoking pot and doing nothing and never achieving. Uh, but basically... I, I feel like I've been dealing with a long time of I need a job, obviously, yeah. to pay the bills and take care of my family and do these things. And maybe things didn't quite end up the way I thought. But so that so uh, remember, I said I was going to go on tangents. Um, sometimes uh, I'll think of things like, oh, I'm going to try and write this thing. And like, maybe I can do something with it. It'll turn into this big. thing And it's like there's always this kind of ulterior motive to it. And mm. I think that's why I, of I, I never actually do it because I'm just like, eh, I'm not really that into it, yeah. but like just sitting and drawing for fun is yeah. just sitting and drawing can, for fun. Can I is.
0: challenge you for a second? Sure. Do you want me to take I, my shirt off? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think you are into it. I think what stops you is that you think you're not good enough to do it because I struggle with that every day. And that's part of what kept me, away from my creative self for so many years is like oh well I'm, I'm not really into that writing that much like uh you know fuck it like why do it i it's just too much like i think you are like over the years i think the creative self the writing the art i think you're hella into it i think you suffer from the same thing we all fucking I, do is
2: just like i mean i think everybody has that piece of it but i think at least what I'm hearing is like a part of it, too, is like not maybe setting the expectation that I'm going to draw this and it's going to yep, become correct. a feature film or animated exactly. series or something like That it's just drawing, yeah. for, just drawing, drawing sake. for the sake. Of and drawing. that is that that to me is one of the most important things about the a creative life is that you <clears> make the time to do it, not necessarily because you've got an end yeah, goal with it sometimes, but just to get into the habit of doing it. And getting the work done is, is, you know, the hardest part, I think, about it for me, because I struggle with, oh, yeah. you know, the motivation piece of it sometimes because I've got other things going on in my life. I've got work. I've got, you know, family. I've got all this other stuff. And I feel like sometimes it's just about making that little step of doing it every day. And then it starts to build into something yeah. more because mm-hmm. you start to put together the pieces of what you did two years ago and what you're doing now. you got to start somewhere. I feel like that's kind of what I'm dealing with with some of the the ideas that I've had with uh, Gato Boys. is, mm-hmm. is like I, I drew something, and it was because I had the habit of drawing every day. And I was like, what do I draw? I don't know. I'm going to draw a cat. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because I had a plan of what this was going to be right. when I first did it. Right. But it's starting to shape into something the more and more I do it. And it's about showing up, really, you know, and, and doing that work and doing it for fun and then it starts it's to and maybe al- have a, a bigger purpose. Yeah. You and you also further. said,
0: you know, drawing something and it's not professional. I don't think anything I do is professional. Like, well, but I, I do it, yeah, I, yeah. but profe- I get paid for it. Right. Mm-hmm. And people like it. I think it's all cause mindset for me too, is I look at other people's things and I go, oh, I can't do that. My style's not that, oh, I'm not as good, like blah, blah, blah. But there's people that like what I do. And it's like, I need to go and be okay that this is my style this is what i want to do and always be honing and trying to get better at your craft right but like i'm professional merely by the fact that somebody pays me to do things right like but i'm still just a kid drawing some fucking (laughs) bullshit well so i think maybe to clarify and i think paul was starting
1: to hit on it too though it's like okay so with writing for example sure i do like writing when i was a kid i wanted to like make movies, write movies, screenplays, you know, crazy big dreams. Right. Uh, which also still would be cool if we decided to write a screenplay, like, okay, I'm in, I'll, I'll do it. Right. But writing specifically for that example, one, I feel like I don't come up with as many ideas as I do with other things like music stuff. Paul and I exchange ideas. Like I'll come up with ideas all the time. Maybe they're not doable. Maybe we won't do it. But I'm always like, oh, this makes me think we could do this. Whereas writing, I'm like, oh, I kind of have a little bit of an idea. Like I'm just not inspired like I am with other things. But then two, like writing, I don't want to write. I don't have the feeling like, oh, I need to write just because I need to write. Oh, for sure. Whereas like drawing for fun, for example, it's like, oh, like I bought my daughter and I um, sketchbooks. We're going to fill them up. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. that's the goal. <laughs> that's the, that's yeah. the goal is to fill it up. What's going to be in there. I don't know what's oh, going to be in there. Well, that's a goal. That's um, a good goal. Yeah. But so like, I'm kind of like trying to get to that. I think again where I'm doing stuff just to do stuff because I'm having fun with it and worry less about money and mm. trying to worry turn less about stuff the end product. Yeah. Mm. Like I think that's just where I'm at, which, um, One of the other things I feel like I've been dealing with for quite some time now is what does success mean? Oh, for sure. Mm. And I am a bit of a perfectionist, which I also think is why when I start something and I'm not very good at it, it's hard for me to fight through and keep going because it's like, Oh, I don't like sucking at stuff. Like it really irks me. And so it's like success is like being the best, like drumming, right? Like success. Like I want to be too legit to quit. Right. But like, that ain't going to happen. Like, it's just not going to happen. Maybe eventually over the years, whatever. But basically I've been trying to in, uh, like rewire my brain that success is just doing. Yep. No, I, and not, it doesn't have to be perfect. It's still like a struggle for me.
0: I live that every single day,
1: but that that's another thing that I'm kind of like, Oh, like, Oh, that didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. But you did do something. And I think that's when we were talking about putting things out in the world and things turn into something later. Um, I think that's a piece of it too. I
0: I am a perfectionist myself, and that's what held me back for so many years of not really doing uh, and pushing it to the side and saying, you know, I'm not really into it. It was was because I wanted it to be. I mean, it's what killed – the comic book we're starting again. Mm -hmm. I had done so much into it and then I just was like, I can't do like this sucks. I'm not going to be successful. Like why am I even trying to do this? Blah, blah, blah. And I just killed it dead. Like I stopped Mm -hmm. and then I just let it sit forever. Um, And I do that. I think about that every single day, not that specific instance, but I think about I'm a failure every single day. And then having to tell myself, no, you're not. Like, And it is part of it, you know, a mindset of what success. Uh, it's also a mindset of I was in the corporate working world for my entire adult career, you know, and what that meant as success and having to shift that mentality. Well, and I feel like that's kind of
1: how maybe in America, that's how oh, it is. I mean, like that's- yeah.
2: You're defined by how much you have. That's success in a lot of, I think, uh, aspects of, of living as a, as an American, because it's the wealthiest country in the world. So yeah. how better to show your success than being the most wealthy, you know? Yeah. And that's no metric for success in my mind. I mean, there's-
0: No, it's not. And I, and I have to tell myself every day. every day, it's like, I have a house, a roof over our heads, wife, two kids, that are happy and great um you know i am far more fortunate than a lot of people even if i'm been struggling myself you know i'm making far less money just go monetarily i'm making far less money than i've ever made probably even when i was in college you know working but you know shifting the mentality uh, of going, well, I'm starting and creating something and it continues to grow. And, you know, I'm making money. I like get to spend time with my girls more than I've ever been able to, uh, I get to do this type of stuff with you guys. Like success is like success is what you make it like if you're happy and you're living and thriving and doing what you want to do, like you're following a passion, whatever that passion may be, it's not necessarily creating or whatever. It's, you know, I've, I've got a passion to help people to create, uh, to provide for my family. And I'm doing that. I'm not doing that in the traditional, uh, you know, American sense of, I'm not the breadwinner anymore. Yeah, but like,
2: who cares? You, but it, no, I, I hear totally agree. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, but you still have that impulse to to, I still do fit well, in no, with mean, what yeah, society exactly expect. that's and why I still
0: I still like I work for myself I work from mm-hmm. home but if sometimes if I'm not at my desk
2: trying to do something I feel like I'm
0: failing that day
2: Yeah you said the other day like yeah. you you I think you were talking about getting up in the morning and doing you know the routine and all that and like you were saying something about like if you're not there at you know in the morning, starting to do work like yeah it's that old mindset that that i always feel right like it's kind of it's but when you think about it it's like when are you whenever you're most productive and you're getting work done does it really matter when it's happening but we're so ingrained to think well the nine to five or the eight to five or whatever your hours you you keep and that's when work happens when i think Mm -hmm. if you're doing what you love then you can find ways to make it happen throughout the day well i i definitely am the type of person though that I want to be organized at all times Hmm.
1: and like I am constantly making to-do lists and planning things out and doing this and stuff comes up. Like it's not always easy to just follow life. If I lived alone and had no, you know, no one telling me what to do, I probably could be a robot and just do the exact thing. But so it's hard for me to deal with those sometimes. Oh yeah. And especially, okay. Back to what we're talking about. um, Doing creative things, right? Like I'm going to be like this week, I'm going to, practice the drums for 30 minutes and I'm going to draw every day. I'm going to do this. And it just doesn't always work out like that. And it can get frustrating. Mm. And that's when I'm like, Oh, should I just give up? Like, I feel like that's where sometimes too, I feel like I have these highs and lows. Like I have these highs where I got all these ideas and everything. And then when things aren't quite like the puzzle pieces aren't all coming together, that's when I'm like, or I could just like not give a shit. I'm going to go for a walk. and listen to a podcast and
2: you know like but why isn't that a a successful you know activity in and of itself like i i feel like for 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 me it's a lot of it is you know you don't just do what makes you feel good you do the things that that you feel are going to help you achieve whatever it is that your goals are and if you set a goal that you know you're going to drum every day for 30 minutes or whatever that's you know that's a goal. And you can, it's something that you can measure. It's something that you can see. Did I do it or did I not? But if it doesn't come to pass, whether it's because of, you know, constraints for yourself or constraints from family life or whatever the case may be, and you did something else and it, Aided your mental health and a- and helped you get through that day. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I don't question too much about it. Like, yeah. I feel like some of the best stuff that I do right now is going on walks and listening on podcast, well, that's listen podcasts. That's when I usually get my ideas, or like if yeah. I'm
1: thinking about something, that's when I'm usually like, okay, I think I've got this figured out. So, I mean, that is something that I try and do every day. Yeah, no,
0: yeah. I I I feel you, and that I struggle with every day as well. Uh, but there are times where it's like I just. I have so much going on and I want to do these things, but just like if that low's there and I just can't do it. Like now I'm just like putting on the head, like the other day I just put on a headphones and had my Walkman and uh, turned it on. And I was thinking, fuck, I did nothing today that I really wanted to accomplish. But at the same time I was like, no, like you needed that. And just that was taking time for you. And I feel like you People don't take f- time for themselves. It's self care, and people right? feel
2: guilty taking time for themselves.
0: Like and I'm especially not. Especially when you
2: have the care. responsibilities of of you know a child, a relationship, or whatever it is, you may be less inclined to take those moments for yourself because there's always well I could have been doing this yep. for for others or for even oh, myself, for sure. but you know it's that moment of self care. As important, that's important as doing any other, you know, thing that you do in your life.
0: If not more important, because I feel like if you don't take the time for self care over time, that just snowballs into, uh, resentment, it snowballs into negativity and you can't take care of those people or things you're actually measuring success as being able, like you needing to take care of because you're not going to do that as well. If you can't actually take the time for yourself to recharge like i think you there's uh, mental health recharging self-care is just as important if not more important for you to be able to take care of others yeah it's like it goes together well so
1: one of the reasons that i bought this sketchbook and well one uh, everything that i already said about like oh maybe i should just worry less and have more fun basically but so we've kind of talked about family and different things. Uh, so my daughter Ellie's seven should be eight this summer. Uh, well one, she still wants to hang out with me, which yep. I know is like a ticking clock yeah, for that sure. as soon <laughs> yeah. as she becomes a teenager, I'm going to have a lot more free time. <laughs> so this is something that's like dawned on me. It's like, okay, maybe I should take advantage of this while I can. And, like, so what I've been trying to do is like, what are things that I want to do that she also wants to do and yeah. maybe focus more on that, knowing that, you know, I don't know like five years from now, yeah. she's going to be like in a by dad definitely. room with the door shut and not <laughs> want to, you know, I mean, <laughs> hopefully it's not really like music that. And no, but you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, maybe it's not going to be like that, but I'm just like, Oh, maybe I should, I'm kind of refocusing, but still trying to keep, stuff that i want to do but okay so i told paul about this but um ellie's basically admitted to me that she hates when i play drums in the house which is kind of a problem yeah it's hard to practice especially practicing drums is extra annoying because sometimes you're literally just like playing the the same thing (laughs) over and over maybe just hitting the snare drum over and over and I'm just like, I can't I don't know what to like, how do I handle it? And she felt bad. She she like didn't want to admit it. And I'm like, just tell me. Yeah. What's like on? I don't really like it. It's loud. It's annoying. Like I don't like it. And but she felt bad because she knew It's something what, love. Yeah, that yeah. I like it. And she yeah. know she knows what it means. Like, our, like I don't want to be the reason you quit doing something you like. Hmm. But at the same time, how like that is like like what's more important. Obviously, my family's more important than the drums, but as long as I'm still working at home, I can play when no one's at home. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> But you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, this has been, there's a lot of stuff happening right now where I'm just like, what What am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. I, and I don't know. I, I don't know what to, I don't know how, what to do or how to handle that. And then um, there is stuff she's interested in though. So she wants to learn to play piano. She's randomly uh like into beats like beat making i think and i'm like okay we'll learn to play that piano and we can really put this all together and it's like well so do i put more focus into that because i'm definitely just as interested in doing stuff like that and creating right and making things just to make them because it would be a lot of fun which is kind of this new vibe i'm riding on right Mm -hmm. and i'm just like i I don't know how to what to do it's also
0: dope to create things like i love when Lorelai is like, Hey dad, can we make a t-shirt out of this drawing? Or like, I love when she's wanting to make a comic book, right? Like she loves drawing, she loves creative things. And it's, it's even better when, you know, I can help aid her in her creative endeavors instead of going, you know, no. right, And, it's nice that I like the same things and there's things that she loves that I'm not like super keen on or uh, you know, a certain
1: like most things that little kids like, <laughs> yeah,
0: like <laughs> L- LOL dolls
2: and playing yeah. LOL dolls. I, could, um, could
1: someone explain to me why that's a thing I, and
2: why anyone cares about it? Honestly, she, they're a little disturbing too. Like, I just are. want to throw that out there, but like she anywhere, loves them. And yeah. so I'll play dolls they all with do. her, yeah. but
0: it's like, yeah. she's, I, I got to
1: be honest with you, since I know Ellie's not going to listen to this. Like, I hate, like, <laughs> doll playing <laughs> st- Like, <laughs> I, I'll pretend all kinds of other, like, pretending stuff, but I don't want to play with Barbies.
2: I know. But but I you never usually, play with like action figures though can't you just kind of like uh, I, just, but you can't pivot just, that way with the dolls right like i do have all my like, star wars figures and she'll
1: play with the star wars figures sometimes and okay. i'm still like i don't want to sit and do this like, but
0: it's uh, for me i it I, is i want to be more physical
1: uh, or you know what i mean i'm saying like do something it's yeah.
0: hard but at the same time i'm like okay i'll do it because in the end that's also helping their imagination right their creativity and it's like fuck, okay, this yep. LOL doll's going to school with mommy. Okay, but like <laughs> she's creating a world in her mind, which is dope. Which is, and okay,
1: That's this is a real thing though too because you don't want to shut down anything creative or or even be honest that the thing that you're playing with sucks, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh no. my fuck, uh, <laughs> <toys. laughs> No, but like uh, that was a joke, um, sort of. And uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like, like as a parent, you have to do things that you're not, that excited about like that's just a thing
0: it is and i want to keep her there and you know millie too she's two but she likes to play with what older sister likes to play Mm -hmm. with so i get double teamed on these things and then it's just like they like these shows well come sit with me watch this i'm like i've seen this show five million fucking times but like you want me to sit with you. I'm going to come fucking snuggle. Let's do this. Right. Cause it's uh, going to go away. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And I know it's going to go away. And it's also going to hurt, you know, if you say no, like I feel bad at times if I am working, like if I have something that I can't get away from and Millie's like, come sit with me, snuggle. And I'm like, sorry, but in a minute I'm trying to do this. And sometimes lately though, I've just been like, you know what? And this goes back to me mentally, feeling like I have to be at my desk to have a successful day doing something. And it's like, no, like I can take the fucking time. Right. Like I'm my own boss essentially. Yes. I have deadlines and do And I like to keep,
1: as long as you're hitting your deadlines, you're good. Right. And Mm
0: -hmm. most of those deadlines are self-imposed because I mean, I like to, you know, do things in a efficient, timely manner because I know the people that are wanting something, you know, have their own deadlines of when they want to do Yeah, Um, but it's like no, I can I can take five ten minutes and just go sit with her and be like, okay, babe, I gotta go back, and you know, instead of just saying no, like, and that.
1: Do your kids watch a ton of TV? uh, Because Ellie is always trying to watch TV. I feel like we're getting way off topic of what this podcast usually is, No, they love TV. They love
0: TV, Uh, and part of me is like
1: that was inspiring to me though. Like I wanted to make movies and TV and do stuff, so I'm kind of like. I don't know. I I feel, I feel like bad, generation but as a whole, it's different. I watched a lot of TV
2: growing up. Like, okay, I, I so think I don't think
1: Paul's turned out really yeah. good. So if he watched <laughs> well, a lot, well, yeah, <laughs> Well,
0: here's the deal: is my kids do probably watch more TV than I would like, but they also go outside and play. They mm-hmm. right. are also very good. If I'm like TV's off, music's on, you're they're very good at finding things to play with and do. Like I don't feel you know. There's certain parents that are like your kids can never watch tv you're watching, rotting yeah. their brain i'm like well you know what do i like my tv as a babysitter sometimes no i hate it but sometimes it's a necessary thing because mommy and daddy are working from home and i've got a 2 year old and i just need something on so i can get something done exactly but that's not the entire day all day every day and you know my kids aren't little fucking shitheads they're happy little fucking great human beings and little great heads yeah, not little shit great head. heads
2: i feel like the more worrying thing about children and this is coming from as a person who has yeah, no children but have niece and, and nephews and whatnot is not so much the tv but the device time and i'm curious for both of you as parents i kind of know where you stand on this but i'm curious where you well, stand but like i i know there's parents out there who basically just give the kid no. the ipad and just like we okay, you know, we just go, go. got our first <laughs> I,
1: well jen had an ipad for work that Ellie would do like drawing things on and like creative things Mm -hmm. on the iPad, but it was her work one. And so when we were all at home, when there was no school, uh, it wasn't a big deal. But now that she's going back and forth, we got one for the house. But we barely—I don't know. She likes to play with it, but she does like drawing stuff on it, and Mm -hmm. like she doesn't sit and watch things on it too often or or video games. She'll play some games sometimes, but really, that's not like a big big thing in the house right now and like mm. back in the day that we used to actually go out to restaurants and do things in the world yeah. and she would sit and hang and talk with us like yeah see that's that I, think I don't and like car rides <laughs> like she listens to whatever music we're yep. playing and
2: like that it, we don't do any of that I just remember being a little kid and being so interested in what adults were talking about and like wanting to be part of that conversation and if you had given me a device, I probably wouldn't have had interest right. in that. And I don't know. I, I feel like that's got to be important for a kid's development to be engaged with the world and not just for oh, screen. Sure. Like, I, I don't know anything about these well, things. Well, because but, if you're going out yeah. and you're
0: outside your house and you're engaging things, like, and if the kid just has their face in a screen, they're not engaging. They're just solely focused on what is right in front of them. Like, when we go out, well, we used to go out a lot. Like, we go out some places still. uh but it's like, uh, there's no device for the yeah. kids. We bring coloring books or a little toy if they want to do that. Games, like games, physical games. Physical games. Yeah. Um, and if they don't want to do that, they're hanging <laughs> and chatting, doing or their thing. Chasing like each other chasing around. Chasing each other. <laughs> right. like, I know, you know, coming from the beer world, you know, we'd be at the brewery a lot or other breweries. Um, and the girls, you know, I, I know certain parents that would just give their kid an iPad, just stick them in a corner and do their thing and not pay attention. And even if their kid was having a shitty time, just like continuing to carry on with what they were doing. It's like that, that sucks. Yeah. I don't uh, care like, for that. Uh, you know, our kids were there, they would have their coloring books. They would have, you know, each other or another kid that was a friend and they'd be playing, they'd be talking to us, they'd be hanging out. Uh, and as soon as that, you know, one or both, were just like, you know what? I'm fucking done. It'd be like, okay, time to go like, or time to move on. They're like, let's move to another. Cause I know Lorelai at times would just be like, I'm done at this brewery. What's the next one? <laughs> 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 like, okay, kid. So bar with the kids. She's like, well, that brewery has some toys. Like, let's go to that one. <laughs> that's the good brewery. Yeah. We want to go there. <laughs> oh, my God, oh, man. So, it, it, real quick, back yeah. to the
1: screen time thing. One of the thing I feel like um, adults have a big problem with screen oh, okay. time. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> it's something that I've started to notice more and more. And it's something that. Um, Ellie's gotten mad about before yep. like Yours where paying too much attention, attention yeah. to the phone. And yeah. I've, uh, I actually deleted Instagram from my phone, like not the account or whatever. Cause I don't, maybe I'll look at it again, but like, I'm kind of trying to delete things from my phone so that there's nothing for me to look at. Like I stay up a little bit better on my emails than I used to, but I found myself literally like mindlessly scrolling through stuff. I'm like, Doom what scrolling. am yeah. I doing right yeah. now? And, uh, and for a while, I was like, "Why well, find out about a lot of stuff on Instagram?" And it's and I was like,
2: "Who? But what do you do with any of a that shit?" Yeah. Especially
1: right now, I'm not doing a goddamn thing. That's the answer. <laughs> I'm not doing anything, and it's pissing me off because I hate COVID. I'm over it. Bands are starting to tour. I don't feel comfortable going to shows because I don't want COVID, <laughs> and everything's a shit show. Yeah. So yeah. the less I know, the better
0: yeah and i i think i used to find myself on social media a lot more i mean i still am on quite a bit because you know i try to push and promote and try to to. keep keep up with things but i was even more so when i was with the brewery because i was just seeing i was just trying to stay connected on what other breweries were doing around the country around the world even not just in our region Mm -hmm. uh just to see like okay are there some trends coming uh marketing wise, what are trends? Like what can we do that to stay on top of things, to be relevant and fun that is still true to us type thing. And, you know, I still do that, but at the same time I try to, like I, I find myself scrolling at times just to find inspiration of things. But then I'm like, what am I doing? Like it it works sometimes, but then I'll shut it off and be like, I need to go out into the world or just talk to somebody and get inspiration.
1: So here's speaking of inspiration in Instagram. This was another reason why I kind of deleted it is I realized I'm not good with being inspired by people better than me. It makes me feel (laughs) shitty. It makes me want to quit. Fair. I have that too. Not always, not not a hundred percent of the time. But um, okay, drums. When I see someone post a video of a five year old child who's ten times better than me, yeah. I'm just like, fuck <laughs> that, fuck. <laughs> and I like throw my phone across the room. Like, what am I doing? What? Like, I actually found that it was at certain times making me feel worse. Yes. Like it's, oh, I kind of uh, miss living in my own bubble, and you have to like discover ignorant, things just either out in the world or through friends or i I
0: don't know it is i do the same thing like i look at art i look at things other graphic designers and i'm just like fuck that's amazing i suck um but then so there is that negative side and i definitely beat myself up but then i and that's just more me personally mentally trying to not go well no that's them but is there something that I can maybe? Is there something that's inspiring me that can help me better myself? I don't want to rip off your style, but like I like this kind of thing you're doing or design, like, and maybe I can mold that into something that's more me. And See, so what, that's what
2: I, what I find interesting about social media is that I, I I used to use Instagram purely for that reason. I followed artists, friends, mm-hmm. but you know then. Mostly everybody I followed after that were artists because I was thinking I'm going to get inspiration from seeing these other artists. But I I, it's interesting to me because there was a point in time where there was this thing called Google Reader. And I don't know if any of you were interested in it at all. But what it did was it it used RSS feeds, which are these things that you put on a website. And like I have a blog and I post cool pictures on my blog. And my RSS feed is here and Google reader could pick up that feed and basically get all this stuff. So it's like an Instagram aggregate. Yeah. It's like an Instagram feed, but you can go to all these different websites and pull the RSS feed and blah, 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 blah. And what I found, what I felt like after thinking about it for some time was like, Instagram is nothing like that because you're seeing somebody's inspirations already kind of derived into their own artistic output. So like somebody who's a painter, They show you their painting that they posted on Instagram, but it doesn't tell you how they got to that painting. And what to me is more interesting and what inspires me more is to be able to get inspiration from the source. Like just, you know, what were the things that got that person to that place where they decided to make that painting. And that's what RSS feeds. I think is, is one of the, the biggest things. The saddest thing about the internet was when Google reader went away because I lost a huge source of inspiration for me as an artist because I could pull from anywhere on the right. internet. And now it's all filtered through this entity, meta Facebook, basically, uh, and uy, uy, that uy. controls the way that we actually share and, and feel inspiration. But really, you're not feeling inspiration. You're just comparing yourself to others is really yeah. what social media this, ends up doing. This to has you.
1: been one of the biggest problems that I've had creatively, like, let uh god i keep going back to drums but let's go back to drums okay Mm -hmm. i do not know a single person that plays drums Mm -hmm. so everything uh that i like tuning the drums is like a whole ordeal and it's like watching an instagram video of someone quickly like go through and bang that sounds perfect boom it's like well tell me more like yeah or um how they came up or did something it's like or same thing with painting a drawing um maybe a video like editing or something like you watch it you're like that was super cool but i have no idea how to do that and i think that's where that frustration comes from sometimes where i see something yeah. where i'm like that's well, what i want to do and do it's that? like yeah, i don't know how to do finished it product without
2: any so, context well
1: and they always say to be better surround yourself with people better than you and that'll bring you up for sure but yeah. that's not what social media is no. because you don't get anything and so like um even no, you're just getting that finished product uh So back in the day, I used to DJ and do stuff, right? And had all this equipment and everything and kind of learned my way through that, like listening to stuff, whatever. But then, um, I'm really going off a tangent now. So DJ Shadow. Yeah, oh yeah. uh, Huge, like loved him. First album comes out. I'm just like, oh my God. Album covers shot at K Street Records in Sacramento. I'm just like, what is this? It's just this whole new thing. And I find out that he used a uh, NBC 2000 XL to make this album. And I went out and spent like $1,400 on this piece of equipment. Cause I was like, I want to do what DJ shadow does. And then YouTube didn't exist back then. And I quickly realized I have <laughs> no idea what I'm doing. And like to this day, I still don't know what the hell, like how the hell all that stuff. I got a little bit of a better understanding, but I'm just like, Oh, I don't know any of this. And I have, no one to go to to talk about. So, on the flip side of social media stuff, like with beat making or things, I you can go type into YouTube uh, or even like hashtag NPCs or SP four hundred fours or whatever, and tons of stuff will come up. Them kind of going through the process. So, I've actually been kind of watching some of this stuff just to be like, oh, I can actually figure out how to do this online now that yeah. didn't yeah. used to exist oh, but for
0: sure and i and i do you so i follow more artists now that put tutorials like on instagram and things do the videos that stuff uh, is out there that's as, true and, yeah. as, and especially when it came to the lino printing it was like hey that's a cool finished product how the fuck did you do that like i follow there's several artists that i follow that actually put the process And it's not always the full process, but they try to go through, here's what I'm using, blah, 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 and just watching them do the technique. So then I could go, oh, that's how they did that, and then try to figure out how to do that with mine. And my tools may not be as good as theirs, but like I can that's where i'm finding more of the inspiration on that side like mm-hmm. a finished product is cool and dope and maybe it's like oh, i wish i would have come up with that which was a lot of the stuff in the beer world looking at labels and names going fuck i wish i came up with that right uh, <laughs> but like it, it, for the lino printing i found social media to be fucking great because i also feel like that community seems still small i guess in the
2: grand well, scheme a of things. traditional style yeah. that is it takes a lot more work than jumping and, on to and, appropriate everyone, and Yeah. And everyone I've yeah.
0: seen is trying to like show the technique and teach type yeah. thing. And maybe I'm just following the right That's people cool. to do yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, the YouTubes of the world too. Like, if there isn't something like uh, even on. Uh, the adobe programs illustrator it's like i've been using it for years but i there's millions of things i don't fucking know still because i t- i'm self-taught like yeah. i oh, didn't I,
1: yeah i'm I going through literally the beginner training and it's just like one thing after another i'm like oh this is cool but oh. whoa this is gonna be take a while to like have some kind of yeah, yeah. but i'm following pe- I follow but, yeah. people
0: now that are showing techniques and things i'm like oh i knew that or i did that but i wasn't like the way i was going about it was more difficult like there was easier routes to mm-hmm. do what i was doing right okay cool and so going through all those and just trying to get new skills and techniques uh to help you know clients f- fulfill what they want from me as well and better myself yeah
2: I, i'll give credit to the social media and i'm including youtube in that too because be- because to me to a degree it is social media too oh, for sure. um, definitely but it is a different beast yeah but i i feel like i'll give credit that it does provide you with some resources that you can use to build skills. What I think it fails to do is help you build style. So what I what I and, mean is yeah. that you can go off and you can learn how to use Illustrator and you can use learn how to do you know how to do an oil painting, but what's your style how, like? how do you how do you become how do, how did Picasso shape the style that he yeah. created because he was a technically masterful painter like he did realistic paintings and oil paintings that were you know the, the, like the masters basically the old masters but when he reached a certain point he was like well i've got mastery of the skills and now i want to express myself in a different way and i feel like this is where to go back to what i was saying before is social media will fail you if you're trying to figure out who uh, who am i and yeah, what is who you the are the message that i'm trying to represent and where are the influences that i want to draw from because again it's it's really showing you other people's influences there's it's rare to, for me to find like a social media account that i don't know just kind of reaches into the the ether of of all the creativity of humankind yeah. throughout the centuries and present it for you to, to start to synthesize and make it into something unique and so i don't know how you do that in today's world but i can only think about how i did it when i was starting to draw which was i like to go to a library and i don't go to libraries now because COVID. But I I loved looking at like books and just pictures of books. And I remember I spent a lot of time in Sac State where I would just go to the library after a class and grab a bunch of like interesting looking books and sit and just draw. I had a sketchbook and I would just go in there and draw things that I saw in that book that probably don't exist anywhere online because it was just some book Mm -hmm. or it was a comic book or something or whatever it was. And I feel like that's I don't know how you replicate that in today's world because everything is digitized, so everybody has the same set of influences in some ways. Because we all kind of look at that thing that's, you know, got the most likes. Everyone's
0: looking at the same fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, and, and
2: I, I, I do kind of wonder, like, how do you distinguish yourself in that kind of environment? I feel like you also just said something important too about likes. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there are a
1: lot of people that are doing things for likes and not doing things for. Style and for,
2: for themselves. Democracy is actually a very poor tastemaker when it comes to art. I'll yeah, and like, I, you know, just because something's l- well liked or has a lot of likes doesn't. Oh, mean it's there's tons of good. shit that I'm <laughs> like,
0: how why the fuck? It what?
1: I, and I feel like that's how a lot of things r- in society run on at this point. Is just like, oh well, who's into this? And if it's not well liked, well, there's
0: tons of people that will just like something because you know, others are liking it. It's not necessarily that they like it, it's just you wanna be part of that crowd, which, you know, uh, how do you find your voice in that, right? Like, you're not, you're, and I think that's part of, uh, part of the reason why I feel sometimes like I'm happy I didn't go to school for this shit, was just, you know, I've fumbled around and did what I did to find my voice, and I'm still finding my voice, uh, you know, I know, Paulie. you said there's a style to what I do. You know, I've had other people tell me that. I guess I see it, but I also still sometimes fail to see my own style. Uh, it's just doing what I know how to do. Yeah, I um, do go through the same thing with yeah. my own work. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think, and it's, you know, it's mimicry. I like to do mimicry at sometimes because it, helps my hand learn a stroke that I maybe didn't know or just I fail at especially when it comes to people. I fucking suck at uh, you know people and I and I think I've come to the conclusion that I don't I don't know if I'll ever be able to master making a person look like you know a, a true person and I think I'm okay with that because I think I like I like the more raw. I think that's more me. So I think the more raw is I mean, also it's important like, to know. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like if you've got that
1: figured out, then why try and keep doing something that maybe isn't your thing that you want to do anyway? Yeah,
0: and I don't think I do. And I think the rawness. I mean, granted, I want it to be you know more more toned rawness to where it's not just because I also think about well this print yeah, well well this print well on a shirt well this print well on things. So I'm also thinking about just because I'm doing this like okay. I need to have these angles right. I need to have thick, like I need to do certain things in order to make it uh, translate to other mediums. Uh, but still have it within what I want and Mm -hmm. how I do. And I, and coming to terms with that's okay. Even if I, you know, I'm going, well, this doesn't actually look like that, but other people are going, oh, that's dope. And I'm like, oh, okay.
1: It's art, man. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think one of the coolest things about about the creative, you know, journey that that people go on to sometimes is not knowing how to use a tool and using it in a such a unique way that nobody else thought of it. Yeah. And I think of all the artistic movements that started that way, like hip hop. Like, you yeah. know, people got these tools that they decided to use well we're not going to use it that way we're going to use it this way and, and completely change the shape of music yeah, and, and I'm always kind of curious about what's going to be that next tool that's somebody's going to pick up and it was designed to do X right. but they do Y and yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah. look at like uh, what's what's the who's the guy T-Pain uh, vocoder oh. or whatever the autotune, auto-tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's interesting because autotune has become a tool that musicians are using in the third in, in not third world and in, in in other countries yeah. um where it's not being used as a way to correct a voice it's a way to it's using it as like a texture for music and it, it is kind of fucking cool because it's like well that's not what autotune was for it was for britney spears to be able to actually <laughs> right. be yeah, yeah, yeah. the pop star that she <laughs> yeah. was but instead we're making this you know trippy ass like electronic well, I think music it, it was supposed to it. be subtle you weren't supposed to really no, know no. that it was Every, even it basically, there yeah, there's yeah. a whole style of, of music where they crank it all the way up to 100 mm-hmm. and you're not really supposed to do that cuz it sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. really artificial but that's just the way that they they want it to sound and that's what i love i i love seeing people who take a tool that's supposed to be used as x and use it for y and i want to yeah. see i want to try to think of ways that i can do that and i you know i pick up the ipad that i have and i i we do all this recording stuff and i try to do weird shit because i don't have a fucking studio to do it but there's a lot of stuff. Well, the stuff that's available now yeah, too yeah. is nuts. And, like and at a yeah.
1: pretty small price, is pretty wild. So yeah. I, that's the other thing going back to the beat making thing. I'm like, it's never been easier to pull that off. Oh, like yeah. I don't need the a big I, giant thing. I don't you know. Can do it's it
0: from your uh, phone.
1: Or like iMovie, yeah. like shooting a movie, you mm. could literally do it on your phone. I mean, is it going to look like something that would be in a theater?
0: Sometimes I, I think the cameras have gotten so good, uh Yeah, they're four K now. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. But like you know what I'm saying? Like
1: Cinematic you can movie. literally shoot a movie on your phone and edit you can edit it on your phone, yeah. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's wild man wow it's so wild
0: wild west out there speaking of wild wild west i think you had some uh okay yeah
1: let's question where are we out on time right now we uh, doing, we're
0: just we're just over an hour so, oh, so we should I probably start like, wrapping this nah, up i, I yeah. feel like we'll just keep this where it's going yeah. well okay
1: i, I want to talk comics yeah. because uh, as yeah. a the number one listener of this podcast when the first episode dropped there was big discussions about bringing this comic book to life and and this podcast being kind of a documentary of the journey that was to take place, yes. which I was very much pumped on. And while I've enjoyed all the episodes that I've heard so far, I feel like a lot of it's gone away um, from that talk. Uh, kind of like this episode might be the craziest That's okay. episode of all. I don't you know just
0: yet. haven't heard episodes that okay. <laughs> would have dropped before this episode. Okay. Yeah.
1: So um, one of the things that you discussed that I've been thinking about is the um, original idea that you had was for a trilogy, right? Yeah. For yep. the story. And then what I've heard so far in the episodes that have dropped is that taking this idea and turning it into a um, a regular comic book series where the issues keep dropping and keep dropping. And my initial thought was like, why are you doing that? Um, because with graphic novels being as popular as ever – It seems like you could do three books and keep that original trilogy. And on a side note, turn it into a movie, sell it to a studio, and you've got it. Because that's what they'll do is literally look at the properties that are there. Yeah. Um, That's not really a joke, actually. I really think if it, like, that could be like a. You (laughs) you make the comics, they become popular, and that's the next step, right? But um, (laughs) they're. So before you answer that question, there was also a thing that I wanted to tell you. So I have an issue of Comet Bus. So Aaron Comet Bus, the zines, where he interviewed a bunch of Bay Area comic book artists. I think it was in the Bay Area. and Or maybe it was New York. Maybe it doesn't matter. They were all comic book uh, artists uh, and creators. And one of the guys that he interviewed, it always kind of stuck with me. He went to film school. And was all set to like make movies and write screenplays. And he quickly realized, oh, it takes a lot of people and a <laughs> lot of money to make a movie. But you know what? I can write a story and illustrate this and turn it into a comic book. And there's your movie on paper. Yep. And I was always like, oh, that is like, if you have a really good movie idea, you could just go that route if you can't make the movie. Yeah, storyboarding. Um, it's basically what it is, and yeah. so that's where I was like, oh, if you have like this originally envisioned as this trilogy, I'm like, there's three books. Like, what are you doing? Like, why the change?
0: So for me, it still is essentially a trilogy. Um, but I think the idea was, you know, it's gone so long without being something. Uh, I Originally, yeah, it was books, but mentally while I was writing it, I was envisioning it more of, pictorially so it was envisioning a vision and trying to write what i was seeing so mentally it was more of a graphic novel it was more of a movie and then me i
1: brought this up too because i know for a fact that we've had this conversation before that we think when we were doing last week's memoir we were like oh we kind of think of like what would this movie look like, and yep. that's what I'm writing to writing. onto a piece of paper. Totally,
0: and so that's where I felt. And to make it more of a, like a, a serial comic series instead of you know three fat graphic novels, um, I think, yes, eventually it becomes bigger books, but you have the serialization of it because it's also uh, trying to start somewhere. So I felt like we wanted to get the ball rolling. Right. Like if you're trying to take on an entire book, that seems more daunting than just doing a 22 page first issue. Right. Uh, and the idea was more, well, we want to do this. So let's yeah. What what's the easiest barrier to entry for us to get this ball rolling with yeah. the idea that there's, you know, a bigger picture. Well, I guess it's like
1: a TV show instead of a movie. Right. Correct. So, so there's an overarching theme and storyline so i still think we're going to just figure out how to get there from week to week or whatever so
0: the idea is you know if each each serial each issue is going to have that overall story and and then there's going to be an end to that which essentially would be like book one and then you know do we feel like we want to continue on and take it beyond for book two and book three but still Mm -hmm. keep it in that issue format um I mean we kind of talked about this where it's like yeah we have other ideas too of you know fog world uh, we've got other things i also think the original uh last week's memoir yeah, a serial I was, story i would love to see
2: that finish you know we need to we, finish that was, and i think that would be a great yeah, graphic novel in yeah.
0: itself too um because we had ideas beyond what we actually finished that story to be right so i kind of forgot about that yeah, to be honest yeah. <laughs> I, that was
1: that was uh would you okay let's talk about that for a minute uh people out there
2: listening aren't gonna understand it. But right? they, but they can uh, go you can, it. You can go see it. Go to lastweeksmemoir.com. Okay, so I brought up, last week's okay, memoir. Okay. Okay. Go, I don't even know what it's under. It's it, but it's gonna be probably the most recent stuff that's up there, right? Uh,
0: the most recent was the zines we did. Oh, okay. But you I think I have it where you can break down and find like the serial. And it's it like won't be issue hard to number. F- find. It's yeah, yeah. it's like called last week's number, last week's memoir number one, number two, number three, like that's whatever right. yeah. Okay.
1: But one of the things that I thought was super fun with that was so for everyone out there the way we did it was one person started the story yep. and then handed it off like the next chapter was handed to another writer they added on to it was like the drawings that yep. my buddy and i used to do where there was no discussion between anyone it was no, like i did this how would you add on, it's like or like improv comedy right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was like yes and right yeah you threw something out there and you're like cool i like what you did there and now i'm going to take it here and it just kept going back and forth and So not only did the story go in whatever direction the writer decided to take it in, but it was also their style of writing because everyone's style of writing was different. So for, I feel like a comic or graphic novel, I feel like it really lends itself to that because you can go in different, the art could even change based on the feel of the writing or Mm -hmm. what, you know, um, I feel like that could be a lot of fun. No, So
0: I, th- I think, I mean, we talked, Paulie and I talked about this the other day off, off mic, where it was just like, you know, we're, we're going to finish, uh, you know, flip wilds, uh, book one, essentially, we're going to finish that. And then it's like, do we want to take a break from that? Because, you know, and go off on a fog world. Do we want to go off on another thing? Because we've got the ball rolling uh, at that point. And, and, do we need to continue the flip story at that exact moment or do we go off on something else and then come back to flip, yeah. uh, type of thing. It probably
1: depends but, on where you're feeling oh, story-wise, sure. yeah. right? Yeah. Like, I feel like you're going to have to stand back and be like, Hey, here's what we actually did and put out in the world. Does that, well, did also, it go in a different direction? Also, did we change. Should or? it
0: just stand as is like, it was it good just as is and does it need to continue? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it, it,
2: or at least Like the
1: Star Wars right movies, now. they yeah. needed to continue. We need more of them. Oh, wait, no,
2: they should have never made well, more. And, and I think that's to go back to your question about why why break it up in the way that we're doing it is to me is to kind of, yeah, do do we feel like we're, I, I feel like there's a story there that's three books. Yeah. It, like it's the structures there. It's, you know, it makes sense to do it that way. When we finish book one, to, to Bryce's point, we can move on to other things and, you know, come back to that story um we could have maybe maybe it's reached the point where we get other artists to come on board and and do it and and have those opportunities to kind of flex in different ways that we didn't imagine if we were trying to get it all done in one one go i also look at it from a project management standpoint so this is where my work nerd comes into the way that (laughs) i think about creativity more and more is but also an important than, piece of it yeah rather than you know here's here's the big thing that needs to get done let's chop it into the little doable pieces that can get done and to me an issue is much more doable than a, a graphic novel if a graphic novel is 120 some odd pages sometimes even more than that well okay let's break it down to the the composite parts and to me that's kind of this like agile project management approach of like okay well then let's get this done see how it went Iterate again. We're gonna do issue two. Let's see how we can improve that. Mm-hmm. And I, I also like the idea. I, I'm just a when it comes to comic books, I am a traditionalist in some ways because I love the serial aspect of it. To me, that's the anticipation yeah, of the next. Yeah, And and we, so it's easier for us as, cr- or at least easier for me as as doing the artwork that I can kind of step back and and get an issue done and then move on to the next one, and all that. But. I also just kind of like when you have it as the pieces and then sure, eventually it becomes the graphic novel, which is maybe where more people actually buy it. it right, but like you yeah. could build a yeah. following yeah. and
1: then but it's piece also it together. it's also,
0: you know, the feeling of success along the way, right? So mm-hmm. like Mm-hmm. I, I, we've finished issue one that that's, that's a sensory. milestone wait, wait yeah. you have no no no. no 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 oh when we get I got to that so point, excited right now. i got we're so gonna, excited it's gonna be a fucking <laughs> celebration when no, we but do. When i was when like you, have you, i not <laughs> heard that episode yet <laughs> when you when when that happened it's like that's a milestone in a feeling of accomplishment like and that just snowballs into keep going right like instead of going fuck we're continuing to fight along the way and yeah. try to get this done try to get this done try to get this done like it's uh, in life, I feel like it's the little things that make things go round, right? So it's like the little accomplishments. Like you, there's an overall big bubble, mm-hmm. right? But how it's the little bubbles yeah. that you need to try to accomplish and do. I what?
2: would hate to oh, try God. to write the 200 page graphic novel and get like, five, let's say 50 pages in and suddenly start to lose steam and yeah. have never released anything. So what uh, I was just going to say is that I think would be frustrating one of me. the
1: things we've all learned um doing creative projects as a side gig yeah. or like for fun or whatever, you know, like, but not as a job. Yeah, burnout. Is it's that it's tough to do giant projects. Yes. Yeah. Because even last week's memoir kind of turned into a giant project because we had you know, this cool zine idea and it was it got to the point where like, man, I c- can't spend every waking moment that I have outside of work or whatever, doing well, this. And yeah, it, it even just got when to be it alive. started,
0: it was the three of us doing things. And Paul, you were all art, like yeah. we were writing. You were writing. So really it was Paul that yeah. had and then, the big job. And then it was <laughs> and the web stuff. Well, and, and then we added more writers. Yeah. but we didn't add more artists. Yeah, and mm. it was just like okay,
2: like Could we you know had Paul? <laughs> we had several writers from around the world. But real talk, like I, I got burned out yeah. on it. Like I, it was just like I can't keep up with this, and I and it wasn't. Fun anymore right like, you exactly. know and to go back to what you were talking about earlier where it's like that's got to be the basis of anything that you're doing in the creative most of, life yeah. is if you're not having fun with it then something's wrong and if, if or not, it's not even that something's wrong it's just it's, like it's ain't gonna last yeah yeah you can't keep it up and spread the fun spread the joy there's tons of great artists in Sacramento let alone you know in the internet where you're reaching everybody in the world and you never know who might glom onto the thing that you're doing but yeah um, but yeah, you know, it's it's that's that's always a good thing when you can kind of share the wealth in that way.
1: Okay, so I need an update. Where are we at on this comic book? What's going on?
2: Well, um, you know, if you've listened to the episodes up to this point, then you'll probably know that we've done some character design stuff. We've kind of worked through
0: none of this has been posted anywhere.
1: No, though, right? no, okay. no okay, not
0: no. yet. As of uh, well, I'm as just, of now, but not as of this recording. Right. Yeah.
2: I mean, to me, we're at a stage where it's like I really just need to kind of start penciling pages, and uh, because I, I feel like Bryce, we 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 worked out kind of the first the first phase of the first issue, and and I I feel like what we've done now is is take what was there this this text uh, that kind of explains the whole story and decided where does the story really begin yeah where do you where do you meet the characters where do you Who's gonna matter if they're not on the first few pages? Then Wait, yeah, what our, are we doing? Yeah, where is our focus really then? So, I think that's what we've really been doing is fine-tuning. How do you structure this in a story that kind of puts you immediately with who you should care about the most, uh, and and just kind of what does that structure of issue one look like? And so we're there now. And I think it's really, you know, Bryce has been working on the script. I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about yeah, no, where uh, we're going with that.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, on the last episode we kind of hashed out script uh, to the point where it was like, I want to open up with uh, you know, Logan and Lily. Um, you know, I think it's the love story. It's, you know, it, it's it's what sparks the adventure. It's the through um, line for the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. So the Protagonists, yeah, you know. Uh, um, and I felt like so I wrote something that wasn't even originally wrote and it was based on stuff that was written, but I wrote a, a whole just, and I'm writing it as more of a screenplay right now uh, type. So uh, before it was like, I started storyboarding a little with the opening of the original book, which we've kind of scrapped that idea, but and it's going to come back. It like, will come yeah. back, but I'm going to not storyboard per se I'm going to write like a script so if yeah,
1: where you have descriptions of what yeah, you're so seeing Yeah so
0: if but, it's a mm-hmm, scene it's, it's going to be more description exactly. and then I'm going to put dialogue and then you know Polly and I will will Polly will do art and what but uh, to me this is a collaborative effort and Polly you know if this doesn't make sense uh uh script wise it's he's like well what about this like the
1: uh, well the, it's like the screenwriter doesn't tell the director and the cinematographer what to do yeah. it's kind of the same idea right like give general instructions and then you and a vision yeah but then it's like okay now bring the vision yeah ideally dialogue
2: because yeah 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 Yeah, so (laughs) what are these people saying to each other (laughs) so
0: starting out with that we're starting out with them and that whole ordeal so the first issue is basically going to be meeting the character those characters and quickly going into uh you know logan's wife being taken uh, you know, why are we going on this weird journey all of a sudden? Why jump do, to action. Yeah, why do yeah, we, yeah. the jump to action, why are we meeting Flip Wilds? Who is he? Um, so the first issue essentially is going to be that. Like, you know, that happening, Logan going to the one voice that he heard as somebody that, uh, you know, maybe can do something. Uh, and also somebody outside of the wall that maybe he could trust more than somebody within it was like hey this happened within this area nothing ever happens here what the fuck <laughs> uh he's he also doesn't know what he doesn't know uh and he sees somebody as maybe a more strong character um than himself because he hasn't found himself yet at this point and then you're you know meeting flip uh it's it's more setting the ton- first issue is going to set the tone right. of the people who are they what's going on and it's got to pique
1: people's interest but also set up the characters that you're dealing with.
2: Yeah. 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 And and start that hero's arc, yep. the hero's journey that that right, that we exactly. kind of have, you know, Logan taking. Uh, I think the other thing that we talked about on the last episode. I don't know if we talked about it on the episode, but I think we did. Uh, you know, part of part of the thing that I really like about this story is that it's set in Sacramento. And, like, if you are in...
1: Oh, I did not know this. Yeah,
2: yeah. If you are from Sacramento, what I want to do from a visual standpoint, and it doesn't necessarily, you know, need to be, like, super heavy-handed, but I want to put those things in there. Easter eggs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, If you are from here, it'll be like you're driving down the street and you'll see, you know this thing and it's like oh shit that's the thing that was in the comic book i or never just like really it's like a really sad it. kings fan in the yeah. background <laughs> well yeah there, there's there's gonna be some Kings stuff in there you know because well, what's more dystopian sad, yeah. what's more dystopian and sad than exactly. the kings <laughs> franchise oh, as yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in entirety? all right but, but yeah so that's kind of what we where we're at right i'm now.
1: even more pumped than i already was so okay so that actually leads me into i have a a comment and a question yes uh, my comment is I feel like it, um, you guys had kind of talked about sharing behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Like, although Instagram's not on my phone, I might not ever see it. But I kind of hope to see some of that along the way. Like, obviously not giving away too much, but...
0: So you will. I so think
1: providing that would be awesome for as a fan. Uh, yeah,
0: so you will. So um, you've seen it already up to this episode if you've been paying attention to our social media. But uh, I think it's... Episode nine uh, is where we start talking about the character development. And, you know, the idea we're, we're trying to do like video posts, like little more interactive posts oh, I'm than into it. Uh, just, you know, whether it's little animations or whatever with a little snippet from the episode as opposed to just, you know, a stale picture. Um, and that episode would, you know, is poly and his doodle process, like character building of Flip. Okay, awesome. Um, so, you know, that, and the idea is to do more of that, you know, and especially as we talk about the comic more, you know, having more of that. Also, I need to do a better job of behind the scenes, just little, you know, pictorially, like us sitting here around this table, maybe that's a picture. Maybe yeah. I'll take it right this very <laughs> second. I, I think that's also something that, I used to run social media for so many years that I kind of am burnt out of Uh doing social media, even for myself that I forget that I need to be doing this for myself. Like I suck at social media nowadays in terms of, you know, this podcast or my business purely because I just like, am so burnt out of social media, but I need to, I need to do it more. So, you know, picture break. Here's, Here's a picture
1: we did sorry it. for the awkward silence yeah,
0: we did it. Sure. <laughs> we had to all pose in our best uh you know picture face all right so i have uh a question yes
1: um and i don't if you've 42. already discussed this on a different episode you can just tell me that but uh i'm curious so issue one is done how does it get out to where like how am i going to get a read mm. it?
2: i i feel like it is a literal about that, yeah. physical object yes. that you go That's to. That's what I want. Best comic books, I want an actual. You go to A1 Comics. You, uh, we're going to, wherever you buy your comic books, I want to yes. be able to have, because most of these places have like their little local, local section. section, yeah. Where, you know, you walk in there and you say, well, hey. It's like putting I, out a zine or something, yeah, too, yeah, like yeah. somewhere. Well, wherever, and I mean. if it's a legitimate comic book, and I feel like I'm willing to put my resources towards publishing it in. A nice glossy format, and, right? And so that was making it something that. How you can do you do that? Own. Uh,
0: uh, I think there's 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 ways to go about that. I also think it holds us accountable, right? Like it, yeah. it, it makes it so it's like it's not just us putting it uh, as a PDF for people to download or yeah. see. It's not for fun Which anymore. Is, it's yeah. like a real thing. Oh, this, in the is, world. this is this yeah, is us yeah, putting yeah. putting ourselves out there, truly putting ourselves out yeah. there. Yeah. Like, I yes, there's gonna be a physical copy at comic book stores. Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, I think you know one That's one thing idea. that was kind of crossing my mind and we haven't even talked about any of this really, really? and and I'm, I'm kind of glad that you asked the question but I, I mean web comics are are a, a genre that I I think is really cool because yeah. you do you are able to get your story out to many more people than the people who are going to walk into a local comic book yes. store in Sacramento but I also like kind of the you know collector's mentality of, of having that physical object that, if you're from here, you could you find it. it here. Look, selfishly, and, and I want a
0: fucking physical copy too. Well, yeah. yeah.
2: And, and if somebody from, you know, I don't know, Florida, New York, Georgia, they want a copy, we'll send you a copy. You know, yes. Yeah. They I pay don't, us well, well, for and that's postage and, and the yeah, social media yeah. yeah. right? I, mean, I don't think
0: it won't live in a uh, digital form per se, but yeah. the idea is because in the end yeah it, we're not gonna get to every local comic book store and we want to get it out there to the most people but the physical copy at our, at our local comic book stores to me is uh key huge when well,
1: can't you have like so many I mean like set up a website or do something and link oh, it. to it. social and
2: yeah uh, well you, you can promote you can do, it and do and you, you know can, like well and we can have like merch and stuff or whatever yeah. so if you want to order it because to order one comic book on I mean just postage is you know, it's probably more expensive for the postage than to, if you're going to have it shipped in a like, way that's going to get there and not be beat up. You, you know? can, you can <laughs> monetize so the many, digital zine as well. And that's,
1: that's true too. Yeah. Couldn't you print so many, like have so many physical copies, so when those are gone, then it's a collector's right. Item right. And yeah. then yeah. Run have, one, run two, run three. You know I mean, what I mean? This is like, what, what the big publishing companies okay. do, you know? Yeah.
2: They release something that sold down. I, I want run one. Yeah, well, yeah, you're going to get a first printing. Oh, it's on. Signed, too, right? Uh, oh, of course. I All mean, right. I've been you know, I'm, you know, I'm waiting get the signatures out for free. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's $100 a pup.
1: I'll come to your table <laughs> yeah. and have you sign it. <laughs>
2: that's a, that's what's another your, th- What's your name again? Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing. I feel like if we're going to start doing this, uh, going to the Comic Con type, uh, you know, comic book fairs of the world, mm-hmm. uh, at least in California uh, for the time being, like, how else are you going to get a following behind it if you're not truly putting it out there? That's where that's where I say like, uh, if we're just you know, with last week's memoir, we had a zine, but it we had grander ideas of putting well, it. We out. We always beyond. wanted to print it, yeah, publish it, you know. But we only we only in the end had it as if you followed us, you could go to our website and you could download it type thing. For me, like, there's a part. This of isn't that. a
1: hobby. This comic. Whereas last week's memoir was like, sure we had bigger ideas, but in the end it was kind of like, eh, we're
2: doing we're doing something. I, I would it, love to like self publish this and then book two becomes, you know, we got signed because we exact, people, yeah, people loved exactly. it enough and we got a big enough following yeah. and suddenly image decided, Oh yeah, we yeah, want like, to print book that two. That would be, that, you would be and awesome. that would be you're
1: amazing. also so you you sell out of your first runs of all these and then you put together the book maybe add some extra artwork and figure out how to tie it all together in one book and sell that as a special thing while you move into the next
0: round. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think, so yeah, there's, I (laughs) mean, we we (laughs) talked about, you know, like don't have the grandiose. It's not that you don't have the grandiose vision. Like we have grandiose visions of what this could be, but we still try to ground ourselves in the, the actual yeah, facts for of sure, where for we are sure. and what it is.
2: But I think if you don't have a plan of what yeah. where you're going to, you're never going to gonna go get to. There. Like, yeah. y- if you if you have a map and you don't have a destination, what good is that map? Yeah. I mean, you need to have the yeah, oh, destination. Totally. So. I mean, honestly, like, again, we haven't talked a lot about what's the publishing strategy behind this. We but ha- we've, we've, we've talked, we we've maybe talked that's about episode, it a little bit. Next episode, yeah. we need to dive deeper into right, that. I'm but, ready. I'm ready uh, to listen. Yeah, I you, think, you've triggered uh, right. a conversation that needs to continue.
0: Yeah, I think it's a conversation we've had just offhand. Like, of course, it's going to be this, but we haven't really do- dove into it at all. And and where do we get it public? How do we get it printed? Yeah. What are we going to yeah. do? And I'm yeah.
1: as a fan of the show, I want to hear that stuff. I'm interested. I'm just interested in the behind the scenes, the making of stuff always.
2: Well, back in the day, you know, when Polly was way more into comic books, like I learned so much about how comic books are made and how you publish things and not even just self-publishing, but how the industry works and and how do you, you know, sell your comic book to a to a comic book store, to a publisher, or whatever the case may be. But um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to it. And it's, I mean, the reason Marvel is so big is because it became such a big industry in the 90s and it kind of receded. But there's always been this undercurrent of independent publishers and independent artists who have figured out how to make it work. And we're going to be in their same shoes. And so there's a lot of stuff that we can look at and talk through. Uh, to figure yeah. that stuff out. I yeah. i
0: mean, part of TSC workshop is, you know, creating a workshop of being able to do whatever. So TSC I, publishing. Yeah. I, like for me, I'm uh, self-publishing. I mean, we self-put self, self put out this podcast, you know. It's like I, it, I want to figure that out and do what we can do. Because then if we figure it out for ourselves, maybe we can help others do it for them as well, you know. Yeah like so i love that question and we do need to dive more into that because i'm fully on board with everything you said um and i feel like we've only ever briefly had that conversation uh, i think we briefly had it and we both were like oh we're on the same page and yeah. then we didn't have it <laughs> yeah yeah we we both want to hold this thing in our hands and be yeah. able to flip through the pages and well, i think that's
2: yeah. that's kind of the 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 basic agreement that we have and to me, it's the goal that I made for myself this year is publish a physical comic book. Mm-hmm. And it's 100% doable. There's no reason that we can't accomplish that.
0: No, we're going to. I also selfishly am like, you know, I love taking my oldest, Lorelai, to the comic book store, World's Best Comics, which is the closest closest one to us. Uh, and being like, hey, baby, there's a Daddy and Uncle Polly's comic right yeah, there. Yeah, damn straight. And she'd be like, Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> well, she'll have her own copy, of course. But, you well, yeah, know. but she, she can, loves comics, yeah. uh, and she like being able to pick that up. Gosh, that would be just fucking rad, you know? Like <laughs> exactly. It, like I feel, I feel good as is if I make a T-shirt or I make something, and my daughter's wearing it, and she's like, "My daddy made this," and like just she's proud and telling everybody. Like like that alone to me is just amazing like even if nobody else liked any of anything i did like my girls do it and even millie who's two who doesn't quite understand like she's no daddy made this but she says that about anything she has she's like oh daddy made this daddy made this or (laughs) auntie made this Uh, mommy made this i'm like well no we don't make everything but yes we do make some but just that mentality that she's like my parents make these things yeah like no that's a That's what I'm trying to get back to making. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. think it's a powerful thing for kids. Like it, it also, also, I think helps them understand that
2: they can do like it It opens the possibilities of what, what can or can't be done. Like Mm -hmm. nobody's going to stop you from trying to make your own stuff.
0: Yeah. I think you should do it yourself. DIY. Uh, at create games. your story.
2: Oh yeah, sorry. Bryce My is apologies. wearing a hat that says create yeah, your it's, story. It's a hat I designed. It's awesome hat. Yeah.
1: DIY yeah. is dead create your story bitch <laughs>
0: yeah. and that's the end of the episode <laughs> and, and thank you for nah, but uh yeah this i think we should wrap it up uh this has been another episode of and i'll say it right tsc workshop a podcast i won't say my other podcast like i've done in the past uh you can find us at TSCWorkshop.com or at tsc workshop on the socials you also got my man Pablito on the at gato boys Indeed, for Instagram and, and SoundCloud. Uh, and well, it's at Los, 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 Cato Los Cato
2: Boys Cato. on the SoundCloud. And again, there are sounds that will be on there.
0: There will be sounds, and they will have some tasty ditties as well. Uh, with Jake, thanks for coming. Yeah. Uh, being a part. Hopefully I
1: can come back again. I don't know if you listen back to this or like decide not to. I feel like more to talk
0: about. I uh, mean, I'm honestly, gonna, I feel no, like... No, you challenged yeah. us with some questions. Let's yeah. go. I like yeah. it. All right. Uh, uh, instead, it's just people listening to us, like me and Polly, these two assholes. And oh, yeah. I like it. Uh, but yeah, the, the, that's nothing else. That's it. Peace out. Adios. <laughs>